first thing that happens is the world goes black. You just hear a little snap when your neck rolls back. You don't bite your tongue off or foam at the lips. And before you hit the ground, there's a moment of bliss. It's like token a spliff. It's like shedding your skin. It's better than the best train wreck there's ever been. You have to let it in, as much as it's upsetting. To wake up with bruises you don't remember getting. You don't remember how the hell you ended up indoors. You don't Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Clock Epilepticus with test subject Micah B. The salty, slightly cynical account of Micah's shocking diagnosis with epilepsy. The synaptic jolts that shorts circuited his world and efforts to rewire his mind and create a new life. Oh, and he's going to have brain surgery. And now, Seizure Salad with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah B-Side. Well, have you tried being a little bit happier? Have you tried not being so depressed? I just stared at them. I was like, what? That's like, again, it's like saying with someone who has epilepsy, oh, have you ever tried like just not having seizures? Like, has that occurred? Like, you should try that sometime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was dumbfounded. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> Is that your real response? Mm-hmm. You know, it was right. mind boggling. And just to think that that happens all over the place, like all over the world with people with these kinds of conditions that, you know, too far on one side or the other, either way too positive, like you said. You're not going to treat every case the exact same, and you're not going to treat every person the exact same. Some people need yeah. more positive support, right. and sometimes more people need, like like you said, it, you know, we're pretty good at kind of working through things on our own, and some people really need that help. And being able to recognize the difference in those cases and the difference in the people that have these cases as well is important in knowing how to handle it and how to live the rest of your life with something that might have just onset, you know? Well, and I got criticized a lot when he first got his concussions because I was told I was overreacting and to take him into children. So like, he really doesn't need that. It's just a concussion. He just hit his head. It's not a big deal. We don't need to do all these tests. You're just, you're making it bigger than you should. And I just kind of, would look at him and go, but it's my kid and it's his brain. And I would rather overreact and have it be nothing than underreact. And all of a sudden he's got a traumatic brain injury and he's got some massive stuff happening, like a bleed or, you know, I want them to do the tests. I don't want him to be impacted for life. And that's why as mama bear, I pushed it from the very beginning. And I was criticized a lot for doing that. And I'm like, I don't really care what you think um, because it's my kid and I'm going to do what I feel is necessary. And if it turns out to be nothing and a waste of time, great. So be it. Lucky us. Lucky us, right? Exactly. You know, so it's people criticize you for overreacting, but I think the, the, opposite could be so much worse oftentimes you don't know it's an overreaction until yeah after everything has occurred mm-hmm. right you know, and it's only loosely related but i've heard that so many times with the whole pandemic going oh, yeah. on everyone's like we're, we're overreacting and it's like well if we over you won't know that you're overreacting unless you don't take action and then you realize that you didn't act enough you know mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. You, you don't know that you're overreacting about the concussions until 
later on when you find out, okay, it really wasn't anything. Yeah. yeah. And he ended up getting like four more concussions just from little things. You know, he'd get mm -hmm. hit in the head with a soccer ball and he was, he'd get dizzy and wonky the rest of the day or he hit his head with the car door by accident. <laughs> that was or, fun. That, yeah. yeah. Um, or another gymnastics fall, you know, things mm -hmm. like that. And it took so much, so much less to concuss him. To concuss him. Right. Moving and forward. But he knew that that was a condition and it was a probability. And so he knew to be careful. And that's what actually ended up make helping him make the decision to quit gymnastics is the doctor said, you get one more head hit and I'm not clearing you. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, okay. Then he became right. a competitive rock climber. And that was so much better. <laughs> so good much man. Better. Good man. Well, and, and you guys talk about something that, that my neurologist, uh, my neurosurgeon, is actually explained to me too, is that concussions from what I'm learned, from what I've read about and kind of from what you guys are talking about is very similar um, just to the seizure side, the, the physiological effects of, of the seizures through the years, no matter how big or small they are um, each one affects your brain a little bit at a time. You think about the neurological spider web going on in your skull as as almost like a spring okay and what happens every time you get a seizure or every time you get a concussion um it does very similar things to the brain and it tightens up that spring tension every time i get a seizure no matter how big or small it tightens up that spring that much relative to the size of the seizure um, yeah. but it doesn't, it doesn't loosen back up afterwards. Okay. So over the years, as that spring gets tighter and tighter, it takes less and less to trigger something. Okay. Yeah. And so after 47 flipping years of not having a tonic clonic, a grand mall, a grand mall, I hate, I like tonic clonic. I like the new term better. It, yeah. Um, it's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue easier for me for some reason. But after after 47 years of having aura seizures and present seizures and drop attacks and things like that and sensory overloads, all that stuff, um, each time that has tightened that up. When finally, last April of 2019, bam, that spring couldn't hold any more tension and it just blew out. Now, now, I mean, that was April 2019. And then within two months, I had five, six uh, tonoclonics, multiple minor seizures, the ores in the presence. Um, and I'm up, to, I can't even count on two hands how many I've had in the last year. Um, so what happened with you and the, and the concussions, Max, is very similar. The mm -hmm. The brain is a very sensitive, unexplained. We're, we know so much more than we did 20 years ago, but we still have so far to go. And Absolutely. yeah. And, and the hard part about the brain is that, that the different um, specialties that deal with different aspects of it aren't, most of them aren't so conducive of some of the new research and suggestions out there. Um, cause some of the newest stuff is starting to suggest that really is no separation between mind and body and, and neurological conditions probably, um, 
start to be approached from a neuropsychiatry side of things Mm -hmm. rather than just a neurology physical mapping of the brain or just a psychiatry. Tell me how you feel. Let's treat it with drugs. If, if you melded the two together, you would probably answer a whole lot of fucking questions that um, we as patients have. I don't know if the doctors lose sleep over the shit at night, but I do. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I, I, I really, and I've been looking into integrative uh, therapists that are actually, you know, really well-respected among the scientific and medical communities as well mm-hmm. as, you know, alternative medicine communities too. So um, explore it out there. It's up to you whether or not you want to fully accept it. Um, But always do that research if you've, well, for me, I got time to kill. So why not? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I'd love to talk to you guys a little bit more down the future. If you guys are up for it, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm always, always open on zoom until I go under the knife. I'm uh, I got time to kill. Yeah. yeah, I know how to yeah, use yeah. Zoom now. And I have a story for you that goes off on another tangent about my um, – they were testing me for MS. Actually, you keep talking about MS. So uh-huh. there's some stuff there. Um, they say as of right now, I don't have it. Um, I don't know. It takes people years to be diagnosed, but that's a whole other story. I won't crowd in on his concussion story. Well, that's actually worth an entire episode, and hopefully we can get my buddy Matt. That's not worth it. it. I'm not that. It's not that big a deal. (laughs) What have we been talking about? She's so self-effacing. She's so self-effacing. Oh, no, no, no. My shit's no, no big deal. (laughs) No, but it's it's another. I'm excited, man. Um, And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can talk further. Loved having you guys on and and talking to us today. Yeah, thank you. Well, and and it's a reminder, man. We all go through shit. Um, Always be (laughs) grateful of what you got, but don't don't be so pressured not to give yourself credit. And and don't lose that self-compassion to where you're not taking care of yourself, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And like my neurologists and physicians assistants and nurses all tell me, we would much rather you overshare than undershare. We definitely yeah. want you because because little things can mean a lot when it comes it to It only takes one shit. missed symptom to change the diagnosis of what you have. And, and to change the potential outcome. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially as a non-doctor, we <laughs> don't know what those things are, so why are we hiding them, you know? Right. Just, let them know everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Tell me what's going on. I'm, I'm a, I am a, uh, yeah, I bug the shit out of them. I'm an asshole. And it's like, Hey, they all know me by the, the woman at the front desk knows me. Uh, all the nurses know my name. You know, they're like, Hey, Micah, how you doing? You know, now I'm, <laughs> now I'm sending them like snapshots of me and the llamas and shit. You know, <laughs> that's great. I'm making friends. There you go. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Hey, I'm going to let you guys go. It's getting close to uh, the dinner time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Working on that too. But it was good talking to you. Oh, so great talking to you guys too. Yeah. We know how to stay in touch and then I can just share Max's information. Um, He's on Facebook not very often. It's more email or texting. If I get like a message through Facebook, I'll answer it. I don't scroll the feed ever. That's that's what I do anymore. Um actually it's it's my my 
my neurologist and uh, my integrative therapist and my counselor all, when I told them that I was taking a break from social media, I had to because there was too much noise. This yeah. is when this is when my senses were like so overloaded. I had to basically lock myself in my room and create a sensory deprivation chamber. Right. Yeah. Um, right. And since then, I decided I I just need to I I need to step back and slow down my brain and the input coming into my brain. Um, and it's it's made a world of difference. I still have to get on and post episodes, things like that, but I don't get on. I luckily I know how to post from my podcast. Say throw this over to Facebook so I don't have to yeah. go there. And that's that's good because yeah. it's so easy to just with computers and phones just plug your brain into a constant stream of just input. Yeah, and I doubt I retain half of it, but it's just right. like okay, send as much stuff as you can. We'll see what sticks. Yeah. The output in the and the 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 IO converter and then the output side of it gets kind of minimized sometimes. I don't know. It's off balance after a while. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh God, we could talk forever guys. I'm going to let you roll. And, uh, you know, you're up visiting mom. You should be spending time with mom, not talking to this old hippie. So yeah. Um, much love. We made pretzels today. We made homemade pretzels today. So score. Oh yeah. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Save one for me. Oh yeah. I'll ship it to you. <laughs> there you go. No, he could drop it off on the way back up to Fort Collins. Cause I'm just down the road in Llama land. Yeah. You Perfect, know yeah. We'll stop off and see you. And there you go. There you go. Seize your salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus. This is Micah B-Side, your host in Electrostatic Meat Sack. I'm with Wendy and Max. Wendy, a dear friend from high school, Max, her son. And uh, great name, by the way. My bio dad and my great-grandfather were named Max. It's a uh, family name. Awesome. Thank you. Great <laughs> name. Yeah. You guys take care of yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. Friends and family, thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you next time on the flip side. Actually, next time on the B side. Thanks for tuning in. Drive fast, take chances. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. Seizure Salad, Foster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. High-resolution MRI image of Micah's brain provided by the Rockstar Lab Techs at UC Health Neurology in Denver. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat. Just keep listening and join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, unexpect the expected and remember that it's all in your head. You ever had a grand mal seizure in gym class? That whiplash back when life was dishing out pimp slaps? Fed up and we've all been better, but I'm set to step up. Never let up because the fall is just a setup now to get up. Regret will never get the better of me with the sawed off. When I'm having trouble talking, someone knocks my writer's block off. And if my eyes glaze and my knees drift south. And you ever think to stick a credit card in my mouth?